0: Welcome to the African Women Rock Podcast, hosted by myself and Katwani. Today we're speaking to Mamo Chabane of Florat Cosmetics. Most of us grew up knowing of or experiencing network marketing or multi-level marketing in the form of Forever Living Products, Herbalife, Justine, or Amway. Because our parents, our mothers, our aunts, sometimes our sisters, supplemented their income by selling these products and made a really good living off of them. Nowadays, it is difficult not to find women who are involved in one way or another in a network marketing business to supplement their income and sometimes to do it as a full-time gig. Network marketing businesses are famous all over the world and are anchored by women and benefit mostly women. And most network marketing businesses in South Africa and surrounds, such as um, Swaziland, Esutu, Botswana, are overseas brands. But today we are speaking to an entrepreneur who has taken a huge task of starting an African brand that is a network marketing business that is empowering thousands of women along the way. And this company is making giant leaps all the way from the tiny kingdom of Lesotho. And the products are now sold all over the continent. Let me welcome you now, Mampo Chaman. Thank you for joining me.
1: (laughs) Thanks, Ntombenche.
0: I remember when I was struggling um, to get my business or my products into retail in South Africa, the click stores of the world, I looked at network marketing as a as an option, but it's such a, it was so difficult, like it requires so much in terms of administration, capacity and money. Like I am, you know, uh, whenever I think about you, um, I am stunned. Please can you tell us about Floret, what made you start Floret, what's the philosophy behind Floret, and what made you decide on a network marketing model, especially since you're from Lesotho, and how far is
1: your reach now as Floret? Okay. Um, I started in 2015, January. That is when officially we started, otherwise we were just experimenting in 2014. And we are trying to find some innovative um, products to do that are not yet in the market. So in Lesotho, you find that the popular Vaseline it's uh, it's aloe, it's Lesotho aloe Vaseline. So then we said, you know, how are we going to make this this product more functional? And we have a lot of uh, helps in Lesotho, so I decided to use the rose. So most of the rosehip oil is being exported to the overseas market, and then I saw a niche there that we can be innovative and use the the rosehip oil in the in the vaseline, and it give it gives very good results because of its its high content of vitamin C and antioxidants. It really clears the skin. Uh, there are a lot of testimonies that are. On our website, of people who have just used the Vaseline to clear the pigmentation. So, from there, then we went to the Clezarin, and then our Clezarin is there's a pack of Clezarin in Lesotho, and then what are we going to make it? How are we going to make it different? So, then we said, no, no, let's go the captain's way. Then the other products followed, and in the process, it was like we saw a lot of people using the products and loving the products. And we saw an opportunity for them to be able to make some living out of it. And we denied ourselves the opportunity to take it to the stores and decided to give them a chance and let them go around and earn a living from Florida. So last year, when our factory went in Lesotho, then we decided, hey, you know what? Let's move to South Africa. So we moved here. We are still not yet there. We are still setting up. We are still in the stage of setting up. It's not easy, like you say. network marketing is huge and it needs a lot of investment in it. But fortunately, it's, it looks like we are on the last stage. We are about to launch uh, our online store, whereby there's an option for you to join Florat for free or you can join the florat through a, a referral model because there was, what we saw is most people that know pro- the product, they know it from referrals and the person that has referred does not get anything. So we said, you know what, let there be some benefit for those people who are doing referrals because I think just selling is not enough especially because the, the ones that sell in bulk to the others that sell the, the consultants, their margins are not so huge. And when somebody buys from a distributor, when a consultant buys from a distributor, what happens is that person after using the product and liking the product, she wants to sell the product. So that means a customer lost for that distributor. So we said, no, instead of you losing that customer, That customer, Mm -hmm. you're going to get some benefit. It will be your referral. So there's that model whereby you just join for free or you join the model whereby you're going to pay a fee and then you get a package to start a business or for personal use, and then you get paid for that referral. We have nine cycles. Cycle nine it's you get 3.5 million. Yeah,
0: amazing. I think you and I had a conversation about two years ago and that's because you and I met in 2016 in the US Mm -hmm. and that's the thing about you, you know, Mampo is like tiny, tiny, she's like (laughs) short, she's like dynamite, but you have a huge, huge heart. I remember when we first met, like I think every woman in that circle. Gravitated to you because you were so open with information, with connecting people, um, and that brings me to something that you mentioned earlier. You know, the burning of your factory. So you had started a business in the so You were thriving. I think you yeah. had quite a few thousand consultants at the time. And yes, 8, you had eight thousand. You had eight thousand consultants, and then you had to start over again. Did you lose all those consultants?
1: What happened? Yes, we did. Because somebody took that opportunity. That because now the factory is not there. We don't know who bent the factory. So when the factory bent, somebody took over our market. Yeah. So, and with um deceiving people, that is the same. Is the same company. Oh. Is the same. Is it's just a branch. Yeah. So people just a couple of people moved to that brand and. When they got disappointed because the product didn't deliver what we was supposed to to be doing, then they are slowly coming back.
0: Yeah, because we
1: guarantee we give, we give the best products.
0: What What kept you going? What made you start over again and build a whole factory? Like that's like a huge investment.
1: Yeah, we lost three million. Wow. In that fire, and unfortunately, it was not insured.
0: It was not insured. In
1: yeah, <laughs> because we are wow. about to go to move to a bigger factory, so it was a huge loss but uh, So what made you, what kept you going? What made you start over again? Our customers, we had customers to serve we had people, we have people who believe, there are people who are living on these products, there are people who really make a daily living from the products and we felt it's it's our duty and then also promised them that we we are coming back and within two weeks we had started production from the garage again and we kept our promise yeah, and we we partnered with a dermatologist who brought in a plastic surgeon, so we have those two doctors in house, and now we they've formulated new products that will be launched in in June. Your pigmentation kit, your acne, your anti aging, all those.
0: Yeah, so yeah. you're now stepping it up and a notch. Yeah. Okay. Um. But you still haven't told us about floret. Where does fluoride come from and why do women, why do consultants choose fluoride or why do customers like floret? I remember I got your cactus glycerin and it sorted my my cracked feet. Uh, I think I need some now, especially as we're going into winter again. What is it about floret that attracts and retains your customers?
1: Okay. The floral sounds, yeah, yeah. the floral sounds, a more English name coming from Lesotho. It's a combination of my father's name and my mother's name, Florence and Iret. So to other people, it's like, you no, know, maybe this person is just fronting, it's a, it's a white guy's company. It's my mother's name and my father's name. And um, the products that we do, we do them because there's a problem. We addressing problems. They, you know, innovation comes from addressing certain problem. So there are a couple of uh, products in the market, good products. But now we are saying we want to give people functional products, not just a closer a closer that 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 does something. That yeah, way. because now we are launching our our roll-on. That Roland's gonna clear the black underarms and all those. And there are people that react to Roland's. So we're really going herbal in addressing all those problems.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, what is the big dream for Florat? Okay.
1: My dream has always been to see people going big on Florat and opening big stores like having big franchise outlets. In this, in this big, uh, in the big cities, in the big malls. So, with the current model that we are, we have just we are launching. I see that dream coming true because um, on those cycles, for those who are selling, it's uh, on cycle. The last cycle, which is cycle nine, mm-hmm. in the rest of the SADAC the Sada region will be taking only fifty. Only 50 should reach that. Okay. Yeah. So the 50 will be covered in the whole of the Startup region. And the incentive for the cycle nine will be a two million. And no, yes, and a store worth three million. Wow. With all the systems, with all the training, with everything in place. And
0: this is like a wholesale
1: person now. So we're yes. The yes. distributors. Yes, yes. And also there will be a spa. Yeah. And there will be visitations from the dermatologist. Yeah. So.
0: That's awesome. So you've tweaked your models, not like other models?
1: No. How did you come up with that? Uh, as we we're going, we f- get uh, responses from people, we get challenges, we address them, we're trying to, as much as possible to address those challenges, still focusing on our vision that where we want to go is still trying to empower as many as possible. And not just empowering to eat, just to put bread on the table, but to go further than that too. To create wealth. To create wealth. Yeah. Because the other model is CEO, CEO creators. This is where we're saying we are not only supporting, it's not only, joining that model is not only supporting Florence. We are support, supporting other, small, other industries in the process because there are hampers that we give out and those hampers are built up from the other industries, that for, from the other people that are producing. Like? Like we give hampers of uh, Afro-Botanics mm-hmm. to people so that they can go and try the product mm-hmm. and use them. And we have a lot of less so, to products mm-hmm. like um, we have a lot of mokorotlo, mm-hmm. the basoto head, and other handcrafts. Okay. So those are the kind of uh, industries that we think we can be able to contribute to. Yeah. And also we have other industries that we are venturing into. Like we are going to tease. So when we are going to teas, we are going to big plantations of herbs. We are going into Lesotho, you know there's an opportunity of uh, the cannabis yeah, working on that cannabis and this is where we're saying let all of us come and invest in this project and all benefit from that uh, that project Right yeah.
0: So for you, empowering women is at the core yeah. Why? Why are you passionate about empowering women?
1: Because they, as I, we know that empowering a woman is empowering the whole nation Empowering a woman is building a family
0: Yeah, but we don't start businesses to empower people. Why why are you passionate about empowering? People?
1: Because I think I've seen a lot of women struggle. My mother was a housewife, but she always had to do a small, small hustling. So I believe women with women we can change the economy of this of our of this continent. And the more women are joining the more uh, I think it changes our mindset to see to, to see that uh, instead of and this is going to also teach our children that instead of focusing on jobs that are not there then they can see that we have to hustle we have to do something with our hands. So that's why we want to not just build Florat, but build other industries in the process so that we spread the wealth and the other projects that we're doing we're doing it with a purpose that some people have money, but they can't do businesses, so they can just invest in the in the businesses so that it creates wealth, wealth for them. Yeah,
0: because mm-hmm. I remember when you spoke, um, your products were quite accessible. Like it's easy for someone to afford to like for hundred rand yeah. they can get a six pack of a product yeah. and mm-hmm. make one hundred and thirty or one hundred fifty. Two hundred. Two hundred. Is it two hundred rand now? Okay. Two hundred profit that really is is awesome but does that still make you
1: as the owner a profitable company no it does it does yeah but they make more profit but it's, it's okay yeah it still does
0: okay so that brings me to your um to the question around the technicalities of running the business so it's a manufacturing business yeah what made you going to Manufacturing. Manufacturing has so many challenges. But what has been your biggest challenge, and what would be your advice for women who wants to go into manufacturing business?
1: Every business goes with passion. So if you are passionate of seeing something uh, from an ingredient to a product, then manufacturing is your is yours. Um, it's not an easy. It's not an easy uh, venture, it has got a lot of challenges but as if you are passionate about it then every, every business has its own challenges.
0: Yeah, but yeah. Um, so what are, are your biggest lessons? For instance, when it comes to sourcing of machinery, how, how would you advise someone to, because I know for instance that at some point you are buying in South Africa but you now buy from all over the world, like, should a person, would you advise a woman to, like, rather find an engineer from the onset? I know you also have an engineering background, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that an advantage for you? Like, It is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's easy for you to speak the language or understand the language of machines?
1: You don't really have to. I, I, I think you don't really have to understand the language of the machine. Uh, where... In the market, there are different sectors. Those sectors that you can really perform well, then you have to engage somebody to do it for you. Yeah. Like I'm not very good with the marketing stuff. Like you remember the last time that you told me, said, you know what, you have to really work on your, on your social media. I'm not good at that, so I had to get somebody to do it for me. Yeah. So where you are lacking knowledge, then it's better to engage somebody or to network and then get advice from others
0: okay I like that because I get a lot of women who come to my factory who just rock up wanting to know where they can get that machine or and um, always like if it's so complicated for you perhaps you should um, outsource the manufacturing why did you choose not to outsource the manufacturing and start mm-hmm. manufacturing from start
1: okay from manufacturing from start yeah like why I'm a hands on person My manu- manufacturing has always been my passion I started first with, um, when I left my, when I quit my job, I started first with doing house linen, the curtains, the bed linen and stuff. And then I went, into, I, went into, I went into manufacturing of paints, yeah. so manufacturing is in me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm.
0: Um, so now you're doing, you've got a factory in, you now based in, in South Africa, yeah. Africa, but you're from Lesotho. Yeah. Um What are the differences? Are you finding in doing business yeah, and, here in mm-hmm. here, yeah, in South Africa, we can
1: listen The big advantage is here; yeah, all the services are here. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get. Even if I was in and there was still a little bit. There would be a bit of uh, challenges. But being in Jobek, all the services are here. Uh, we have got we have engaged a cosmetic scientist who polishes our our formulations and doing our testing and. what, all those stuff, and then we get people who attend to our machinery in time. Unlike when we have to wait for him to fly from somewhere to go to Lesotho. so all the all, almost all the services are here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but I found Runbeck to be a big city. Everything is here. When yeah. you need something, it's very close by. So, and we thought maybe getting the parks. The bulk product that we buy buying from Devon would be a challenge, but um, they deliver over free of charge. Oh, awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, but in terms of regulation, like, you know, the, you know, the red tape in terms of government stuff, what are you finding? Have you had any hiccups in South Africa compared to Lesotho? Where is it easier in terms of
1: regulatory-wise? Um... Most of our market, even when we're still producing Lesotho towards South Africa. Yeah. It's just that it gets easier for people to get our products because now when we are in to the cross border issues was oh, yeah. always has always been a challenge. Yeah. There are a lot of delays in the customs uh, processing the invoices and also just taking a passport from Lesotho to South Africa can take you three hours, four hours. Yeah. So it has always been, and most of the people from South Africa, they don't have passports yeah so that has been an advantage to us yeah and it, we couldn't do korea easily do korea from lesotho but from here there's postnet is underground and then and there's you just send the stuff easily yeah, yeah.
0: um so like okay, south africa it's, it's easier to do business here it's unlike let's say tanzania where if as a lesotho citizen if you want to do business in Tanzania, you'd have to have a Tanzanian partner, Mm. for instance. Here, you don't have no, no, you don't have no. Yeah, Mm. and so in terms of other things that you feel inhibit, like, like, you want to get into the Botswana um, Market. market or the Swaziland market, do you see any inhibit inhibitions due to? You know, cross border
1: issues for you, or is it sorted out by the consultant who wants to bring in your product? Yes, they. I think they do their own clearing, so yeah. they come here to get the products and then they do their own clearance. Yeah, it's just that the challenge has always been on the pricing, because now we, um, because now all the prices we set we have to, we are trying to work out the reasonable prices because now we have to factor in their travel their travel costs and their clearance cost but we don't want to see a, a problem whereby people will say we'd rather go to Johannesburg and then uh, not use the services the the, the consultants that, that, that are in their areas right yeah
0: yeah and mm-hmm. You know, you have a factory mm-hmm. side of things and now you have the network marketing side yes. of things and then you have the, the brand side of things. That's like almost running three businesses in one. How are you managing that?
1: Like I said, you uh, I dedicate and some You've of the You've been work- able to find good people from the onset. They just came through. I never even uh, looked for them. They, You know, God just brought them to me. Like the marketing guy, he was just sit on the team and said, you know what, I'm going to do this for you. And then said, okay, how are we going to do it? So they have been coming. I think our uh, it our product has been out there in the market and it was not a new thing in the market. So it was easy for people to say, wow, now it's closer. So you yeah. know how South Africa is. When you open something, the Korean person will be there, someone will come knocking. You know how it works there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then what about um the, the actual business side of things, like the factory side? Do you have someone running the factory side and admin side? Like how are you able to manage that? Yes. like your consultant side, managing the consultants and all of yeah.
1: that. Um yes, because the 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 network marketing. There is a team that's working on that full time. Mm-hmm. We had to do that system. We yeah. have to build our own system. It's did you create your own system or did you yeah. buy one? No, no, we created our own system. Oh wow! How long did that take? We worked sleepless nights for three weeks. Okay, yeah. So, how big is your staff complement? Then you have all these people. Mm. These others come from Lesotho, so there are also there are others that are doing it from that side.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how big is your stock complement now?
1: Uh, Currently, we're talking about, with the list of South Africa, around 45. That's
0: that's big. In South African terms, it's a medium-sized business. Now you're no longer a small business. Wow. Yeah. Okay. moving on. So floret at the moment is mainly producing cosmetics. Mm -hmm. How many products in your range now?
1: I think currently we're having fifteen. One five or five zero? One five. Okay. And then we're about to launch, like your pigmentation kit will be five products. will be your wash, your mask, and all your sunscreens yes. And there are different soaps that are coming as well. And we are also doing recent, We have just started doing the moringa and Rosy kombucha. Oh wow! Yes, delicious. Oh, awesome. I'll oh, send <laughs> I you some wait. to taste. <laughs> I can't wait to taste. Yeah.
0: So how do you how, how does Floret respond to trends? Because um, you know cosmetic trends every year there's a new trend. Um, so how how do you deal with trends? Are you a trendsetter or are you a follower? How do you decide when or how to add a product to your range? Uh,
1: we are concentrating on having functional products. Mm-hmm. That's what we're just sticking onto. So if there are a lot of people that are saying we, we need products that address pigmentation, then we sit down and then work on products that will address pigmentation. If they say they want something for the veins and they want something for the skin tags and what, then that is where we going. We don't look at what others are doing, we just look what our customers need. Yeah.
0: yeah. And what I also like is that you're driven by, your functionality is drawn from African <laughs> herbs. Yeah. So, yes. the rose herb,
1: what else well, do you use? We use the rose If we use the stinging nettle, we use different types of aloes, we use uh, the cheese, we use, um. That's why we say now we want to do we want to go big scale on teas for drinking because now we are just putting them on our cosmetics, and we are seeing ourselves having plantations of those. We're still sourcing other African extracts like your shea bottles, your jojoba, your all oil, other oils. That's society.
0: Yeah. So yeah. you're moving into teas, yeah. um, medicines. Is that
1: on the cards as well? Or supplements. Supplements. Um, we are working on a slimming tea. Okay. And the supplement that we have now is the moringa and the Rosehip, uh capsules.
0: Oh, what do they do?
1: You know moringa what it does? No, I you you Don't okay. Okay, moringa is one of uh now the in the in thing because of its. It has got high, co- high content of vitamins, like your vitamin A will be higher than your carrots, your potassium will be higher than your bananas. Yeah. And I saw the combination of that with the rosehip to be working like charm. Yeah. Because the rosehip has got a lot of antioxidants and um, vitamin C. Yeah. The rosehip, we don't grow it, it grows wild. So it's... An, is an organic herb that got, that gets harvested by women in the mountains it really empowers a lot of women who gather the rosehip as well
0: yeah i was about mm. to come to that because mm. i remember at some point you were um selling rosehip oil overseas mm. so you do have um sort of like a plantations as well
1: no, no no we don't plant it
0: but i mean like you have an area where you, know that process. This is where you process it only Okay, so you just get the women to gather it, and then you buy it from them. And okay, but just talk about plantations for teas and stuff like that. Yeah. Will those be florid plantations, or you'll
1: be working with people who have plantations already? We'll, we'll go in partnership with uh, those people who have joined the Co Creators. This is where we say. Yeah, I saw that on your Facebook. What is Co creat- Creators? Co yeah. Creators is that model where that that model where we say to join with incentives. Okay. So because now we see them having some a lot of money that will be coming from, in passive money that will be coming from the side, then we say uh, it's better to create some investment opportunities as well so that the same money they can invest somewhere, even if they chose some of the money, but at least some money has been invested in viable product projects. And we as Florida will be buying, from those from, from those yes we'll just be the, uh, partners there yeah maybe 20 percent and the rest of the of the shares will be going to all those partners that have joined oh, the amazing because
0: yeah. i know that quite a few of small scale farmers especially black um, small scale farmers in south africa
1: struggle with getting capital and yeah. to so this is where we come. Wow. in. this is where we are not going to buy any fields we are just going to partner with them That's amazing. So Floret
0: is empowering people in different ways, at different levels. Just to close off, Bampo, um, I know that we spoke about your abusive relationship that you came out of. Um, So you you know firsthand what it means to be an empowered woman. Um, What does it mean? What's your definition of an empowered woman, especially coming from that background? What do you want to see for
1: other women? Uh, I think natural women are very strong but um, we there's a lot of fear to be successful because there's still this mentality that the man has to provide the man has to be on top the man has to earn more the man has to be more successful than you and we are really bottling our our potential. our potential mm-hmm. though it's a problem if you really go out there and just fly mm. because you seem to be a danger to the male spaces. And instead of getting a support, then you're getting attacks. So that is where the problem is. Yeah. When you're a successful woman, then it's not so easy to get a partner that will be very supportive. Yeah. Yeah. And you might not even notice it. There and there that he's not supportive. You might notice it after a long time, but when you look back, you see. If I didn't have this man in my life, I'd be fine. Yeah. Mm. Um. And, and we need them. And. And somehow we need them. The men. yes We do. <laughs> I don't know. But
0: um, lastly, if you can share with us just one story or that a heartwarming story, something that made you feel like. This is why i'm doing this like a story from uh, one of your consultants maybe um someone who was able to move themselves out of poverty or like what's the most heartwarming story you've come
1: uh, we have them on our website there's this lady um she came okay that I'll give two stories. Okay. This lady, she came and then she told me, you know what, from selling from Florida Cosmetics, I managed to get a site, and I'm starting building my own house now. And then in the process, she came crying, and then she was saying, the husband has just said, uh, she, he's leaving. And then I said, but you know, you can live without this man, so why are you crying? I've been there. It, it doesn't stop you. It makes you stronger. You have to now to show him what you are made of. And now she has already. Within two weeks, you open a branch in for, for anything. And she's doing extremely well. Oh,
0: awesome. Yeah.
1: yeah. And there's this other one, she, he's a gentleman from Belcom.
0: Oh, you have men as well? Mm. Oh.
1: We awesome. do, he's a youth. He's a small young guy. A young guy. And um he wanted to do entrepreneurship program with Plumefontein University. US, yeah. US, yes. mm-hmm. So he needed some support as in so that these people can see that this person after completing his studies, then there's a project that he's gonna work work on. So we were working hand hand in hand with him and even on his graduation Florida was was there. Wow. Uh, when was this? Last year, December. Oh, wow. You see it on, I think they were going to put it on our website as well.
0: Yeah, I see your website is launching it's launching. Yes. So when
1: he was graduating, the products were there and the banners and everything. So he was like Florida to see it.
0: Yeah, and those are the stories that keep you going. No,
1: they do. They they really touch me. They really touch me.
0: So what is your
1: two points of advice that you would give to a female entrepreneur is to go all out there is no challenge that you cannot overcome challenges will be there but you don't let fear stop you yeah guaranteed they'll be there Uh, certainly and you don't make money an issue you start from where you can start you don't have to start like somebody who started somewhere. You have got to start your own thing, your own way, at your own pace. I love that. And yeah. uh, if you can't buy shoes for five thousand because you can't afford, why would you want to start a business of five hundred thousand if you can you can afford it? So start small. If you don't have the capital, sell something. Sell what you cannot, what you can, what you can do without. Yeah. If you have you can do the television. You don't really have to be sitting on the television. Yeah. You can sell something and start small and slowly you buy it back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we, we, we we never start because now we think we have to go to the bank and when the bank declines and you give them your your project proposal whatever you put it and you think you've done well and then they decline, and then it really demoralizes you and you feel like i'm not worth it yeah it's not like that yeah and no for you should mean i'm gonna show them next time this bank is gonna call me right they're gonna service me from where i'm sitting right yes awesome. so that no should tell you that i'm gonna do it yeah mm. Thank you, Mampo. i Thank love you to close on
0: that. Thank you for coming through and for speaking to us and sharing it all openly. And good luck with your launch.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Hopefully, Florette. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we want to see Florette going continental and going. Certainly. Certainly.